You are about to listen to the Dr. Dahlia Show. Sassy, stimulating medical talk radio. Any medical advice Dr. Dahlia Wax gives on her show should not be substituted for an actual visit to your medical provider. And now, here's Dr. Dahlia. Doctor, doctor, give me the news. I got a bad case loving you. All right, guys. <laughs> we are back on Dr. Dahlia's show. Thank you all for tuning in. One eight seven seven Doc Dolly one eight seven seven D O C D A L I. So we got a lot to talk about. So we knew this would happen. That with all the Omicron cases, there would be a a new one brewing. And I had spoken to you guys about how I'm very confused that a lot of our COVID tests aren't picking up Omicron. I'm like, maybe it's a different virus. I tested negative three times for COVID. Negative three times for COVID. <clears throat> Still have a cough. No, I don't smoke. I don't vape. Got sick after New Year's. Felt crummy a couple days. Nose running. Cough. Headache. No fever. No body aches. Tested. Negative. Tested again. Negative. Went to a conference. This week, right before the conference, tested. Negative. I got my at-home test kits. They were made in China, so I haven't used them yet. Uh I'm sure they're fine. Everything else, you know, that we have, that we buy and use are from China. But I'm still a little, you know, reluctant to, you know, again, when we still don't know where COVID came from and China's role to, again, use something made in China. But, you know, we got our free tests from President Biden. I'm appreciative we got our free tests, but I think it would have been nice if it wasn't made in China, but it is. So I was wondering if maybe what we're dealing with is a couple different strains. Because you have some Omicron infected people getting a fever and boom, testing right away positive. Yet the majority of people are not testing right away positive and then either a few days later they're testing positive or some even a week so i have suspected maybe we're looking at another virus and maybe or another strain that might just not be getting picked up well now we are being told that yes there is another strain there is a sub variant of omicron either baby omicron the son of omicron all sorts of you know different names for it and baby Omicron is called subvariant BA.2, whereas Omicron is BA.1. And so I apologize because my computer is just being ridiculous. USA Radio News with Tim Berg. The current death rate from COVID-19 is almost as high as during the Delta variant surge last fall. Statistics from Johns Hopkins University show the average daily of coronavirus deaths passed 2,000 last Friday and was up to 2,033 by Sunday. This is USA Radio News. The COVID-19 booster push in the United States is slowing down. The CDC reports 40% of fully vaccinated Americans have received a booster dose. The average number of booster shots dispensed per day in the U.S. has plummeted from a peak of 1 million in early December. It fell to about 490,000 as of last week. And you're listening to USA Radio News. We are back on the Dr. Dolly Show. Thank you all for tuning in. one 877 doc Dolly one 877 
D-O-C-D-A-L-I. So, you know, we talked a little bit about Disney a while back. And uh, as, you know, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, they're going to have to kind of take a new approach to avoid stereotypes. Peter Dinklage from Game of Thrones, multiple movies had kind of brought up, you know, no offense, but, you know, it's fantastic there, you know, Oh, he said, I was taken a little aback when they were very proud to cast a Latina actress as Snow White, but they're still telling the story of Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Take a step back and look at what you're doing there. It makes no sense to me. And so uh, Disney said they are going to be uh, reevaluating how they approach the dwarves. And we spoke about about that. But one thing I had um, brought up was how Disney movies seem to always have a dead parent. Not all of them, but the majority of them do. So, 1938, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Snow's biological mother died. Her stepmother is the evil queen. In 1941, Denvo, Dumbo. Dumbo uh, was parentless in the movie. In 1942, Bambi, Bambi's mom was killed. In 1950, Cinderella, the most famous princess to ever live, is motherless. And then she's haunted by her big-footed stepfamily, right? Because they couldn't fit their feet. They tried to pretend to be, I don't know, her. And yeah. In 1951, Alice in Wonderland. Alice was apparently orphaned and taken care of by a governess. In 1963, The Sword of the Stone came out. Arthur is also an orphaned boy, 12 years old. (coughs) 1967, The Jungle Book, Mowgli, found parentless in the movie. 1989, The Little Mermaid came out. Ariel's mother, Queen Athena, was killed and left her father Triton to raise her and her sisters. In 1992, Aladdin, Princess Jasmine, is motherless. I think her mother died. Tarzan, Lilo, with Lilo and Stitch, Emperor's New Groove, Cusco, they all lost their parents. Let's get to our phone lines. David from San Francisco's on the line. Hey, David, how you doing? Oh, howdy, doctor. Um, yeah, I hope you're having a good New Year. Um, Thank you. You yeah, too. I'm glad, yeah, I'm glad you were talking about the uh, COVID orphans. That's a really profound issue. Um, are you? Um, I don't know if you're aware of like the military technique of of burying uh burying a nation in medical uh problems before uh doing an invasion uh for example i think in the civil war if i remember right it took 11 people to take care of one wounded soldier so uh if the north was fighting the south they would intentionally wound soldiers so that 11 people would be required to take care of of that injured person and by world war 1 they had improved things so that it only took 8 people to take care of one wounded person and so uh, i've been looking at this covid problem uh, along those lines ever since the start of Trump's mismanagement of it, that he was trying to get people buried in medical problems, buried in medical debt, so that uh, it could be a land grab, or in the case of something like Jeffrey Epstein, that there would be a whole bunch of COVID orphans that would be sent to the wind. Uh, 
you know, that they'd be orphans well, and then well, all well, of a sudden... And, and Kumi, on, on Jeffrey Epstein, how was he involved in COVID? D- David, it's fascinating what you're bringing up, but uh, uh, Jeffrey Epstein to me is, you know, the, the trafficking, the... You, how, uh, where, where, where is that connection in terms of Jeffrey Epstein and COVID? Well, somebody took over his operation, right? And if you remember, there was a whole lot of Jeffrey Epstein's operation that was never disclosed to the public, that this guy was dealing in thousands and thousands of kids, not just five or ten, and that these uh, and these five or ten that got on a jet ride uh, was one thing, but there were people that were being sold to the sex trade in, uh, in the Middle East, or they were sold to the sex trade in Hong Kong or someplace else, and they were snapping up, you know, corn-fed Omaha girls uh, to be sent as blondes to Saudi Arabia. And uh, this was an ugly thing that uh, Jeffrey Epstein was involved in, right. and a big part of it is, say, for example, Blackwater, where there's another company, Khaki, uh, that, that sold prostitutes to the troops in the Middle East. And, you know, it wasn't bad enough that they were bringing in heroin into America from Afghanistan, but that they were sending children out to be part of the sex trade in the Middle East. And, you know, why is there an amazing suicide rate among the returning soldiers, but that they knew about it? And that, right, that but in terms of COVID, so ju- just because I want to I wanna educate myself, how, how, was, how was that related to COVID, what Epstein did? I mean, uh, he's a piece of work. Exacerbating... And- exacerbating a situation for the advantage of pimps and, and you know, the uh, prostitution okay. industry. Okay. I, and it's, it, it's, it's only a part of it. You know, Donald Trump was organized crime. He made a huge amount of money in money laundering, but he, it's never said what money launderers he was dealing with. And okay, now I'm also confused was, by that. Yeah, and, and not to interrupt, David, but, you know, you, you talk about, because with COVID... I mean, I remember President Trump was like, everybody calm down. We have flu. We have colds. I was under the impression, and from what I saw, Trump didn't want the whole COVID drama and the whole everybody has to shut down. It seemed more like those were more, and I'm not trying to say right, left, but it seemed the more blue states were more about shut everything down and and disrupt life as opposed to Trump. Are you saying Trump wanted that as well well i i'm a big fan of moses and moses always dealt with uh epidemics uh you remember there are things that are called acts of god a blight a plague a drought uh you know things like that Mm -hmm. or a flood those are acts of god and the insurance companies can usually waive your contract if you are subject to an act of god an unnatural uh, flood might get coverage, but a, a, a regular old, if you build in a floodplain, you're, you're not going to get paid off, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, no matter what your policy says. In the case of uh, Donald Trump, he's known for, probably since he was a kid, that if you get people sick, you can, uh, and they get buried in medical debt, they're going to have to sell their land. And so from the very start, Donald Trump gave management over to another real estate developer, Jared Kushner. And so America is still dealing with contracts that Jared Kushner put together. Hmm. And so 
PPE contracts, shipping contracts, storage contracts, you know, the extra frozen uh, refrigerators that have got to hold the Pfizer. Uh, so then, you know, so then Dave, con- this is interesting because, no, it's interesting you bring this up because, you know, I mean, we, since the beginning, we've wondered where the pandemic roots came from and we've gotten no clarity. We know Trump went after the World Health Organization for missing this one. Uh, we we know we're, we're still questioning where this came from with 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 China, but are you saying actually Trump from the very beginning could have been behind the pandemic? Uh, he he let it go loose, and as a matter of fact, I I contend uh, that it's a pollution based problem, that it's not a, a germ warfare thing out of uh, China, it's a pollution based thing out of China, and the first thing that Donald Trump did was to remove the scientists out of that lab uh, because. It, if uh, China was using that lab to research where this disease came from, the U.S. government could have had the Center for Disease Control standing mm-hmm. shoulder to shoulder with them, and as soon as the information came in, we'd all have direction to go. Yeah, and the World Health Organization was dragged out of there by Trump, too. So we had no eyes and ears in that uh, research facility, and it's it's no okay. doubt that the Chinese government was trying to research where this thing came from. So and that's a good theory. Yeah. Dave, sorry about that. We're coming up on a hard break. No, but I, I appreciate you calling in. I, I mean, I appreciate your theories. I mean, personally, me, I think... I think China was the one covering it up, but you know it is. It's an interesting thought. Don't go away, guys. We'll be right back. One eight seven seven Doc Dolly. All right, guys. We are back on the Doctor Dolly Show. One eight seven seven Doc Dolly. One eight seven seven. D-O-C-D-A-L-I. So, actually, I'm on my way to Reno today, and I did a COVID test just to make sure that I'm negative because got a conference up there. And, you know, um, I haven't gotten my booster yet, and there's been a lot of discussion on, well, if a bunch of us just got Omicron, do we boost? Do we let our bodies rest? Should we get a booster? Should we do a fourth booster? So joining us next to kind of talk about the three W's of COVID boosters is Dr. Rudy Tasia, infectious disease specialist at Renown Regional Medical Center. Dr. Tasia, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. Wow. So, yeah, you've been busy up there. I know what's been going on in northern Nevada. You guys uh, uh, definitely have been you know, with all the influx of people coming in and, and tourism, you know, how, how are, how's COVID and the Omicron wave going up north? Oh, we just started to get our, our search in the past couple of weeks or so, and it has started to get higher and higher. So we, we've been busy. Yeah, it sounds it. It sounds it. And Renown is the biggest regional medical center in the area, and so I could just imagine. How's your capacity? We are – We right now we're handling it. We've we always been in, um, struggling to work with our staff. We have our staff crisis, as everyone else does. and But we right now we are managing as best as we can so that we can take care of our patients. Compared to two years ago, we certainly learned a lot more. Compare a lot more about this virus behavior, and what we know that this virus probably will mutate more, and does have it can cause a pretty severe disease, 
and the vaccines that we have are actually very protective against those severe disease, hospitalization, and death. And believe me, you do not want to be in the hospital. When, when, when it comes to the hospital, you sort of already get all the inflammation that triggered and caused by the virus, and that's not good. Mm-hmm. Once Paxlovid and Molnupiravir could finally hit the pharmacies, that's going to be a game changer as well. But right now, it's it's the vaccines, and I do credit my vaccine to minimizing the Omicron course. Um, in the last minute or so, what else would you like to tell our listeners? Well, what I want to tell the listeners is, for those of you who have not been who have not been vaccinated, I really, really encourage you to get vaccinated. Because the risk of getting COVID if you're unvaccinated is 10 times more likely than those who are vaccinated. And seven time, 17 times more likely to get hospitalized and 20 times more likely to die from COVID. So this is a completely preventable disease and lots of very, very well-designed studies out there have proven that vaccines work and they're safe. And, and it, they're very accessible and easy to, to get. And they're available and free at no cost to everyone mm-hmm. age five and older living in the United States. Mm-hmm. Well, Dr. Tasha, we really appreciate what you, your team do, and everybody at Renown. I'm going to be up in your neck of the woods in a few hours. You hang in there, and uh, we can't oh, wait to have you, you back. Uh, how can people oh, find out more information much. about you and Renown? The, I'm sorry, say that again? How can people find out more information about you and Renown? Oh, we so our website is renown.org, and I think there's a research box that you can type in my name on that, and my name should be should be there. Sounds great. All right. Well, good luck. Thank you. Be safe, and we'll talk soon. Okay. Thank you very much, Dr. Delia. All right. Bye bye. Take care. One eight seven seven Doc Dolly. Guys, don't go away. 